Welcome to episode 77 of the Wiccan Read-Along podcast. This is your host, Phoenix the Reader. It's Sunday, June 30th, 2019, and the moon is waning. We'll have a new moon on Tuesday, July 2nd. This week, we're continuing chapter 5 of The Spiral Dance, a rebirth of the ancient religion of the great goddess by Starhawk. Let's continue reading about the goddess. The goddess is the liberator, and it has been said that her service is perfect freedom. She is the liberator because she is manifest in our deepest drives and emotions, which always and inevitably threaten the systems designed to contain them. She is love and anger, which refuse to fit comfortably into the social order. To be free from slavery once meant that, within the ritual circle, all were equal, whether they were peasant, serf, or noble in the outside world. Slavery, today, can be mental and emotional as well as physical. The slavery of fixed perceptions, of conditioned ideas, of blind beliefs, of fear. Witchcraft demands intellectual freedom and the courage to confront our own assumptions. It is not a belief system. It is a constantly self-renewed attitude of joy and wonder to the world. The naked body represents truth, the truth that goes deeper than social custom. Witches worship naked for several reasons, as a way of establishing closeness and dropping social masks, because power is most easily raised that way, and because the human body is itself sacred. Nakedness is a sign that a witch's loyalty is to the truth before any ideology or any comforting illusions. Rituals are joyful and pleasurable. Witches sing, feast, dance, laugh, joke, and have fun in the course of rituals. Witchcraft is serious, but not pompous or solemn. As in Hasidic Judaism or Bhakti Yoga, joy and ecstasy are seen as the pathways to the divine. The ecstasy of the spirit is not separate from joy on earth. One leads to the other, and neither can truly be realized without the other. Earthly joys, unconnected with the deep feeling power of the goddess, become mechanical, meaningless, mere sensations that soon lose their appeal. But spiritual ecstasies that attempt to escape the senses and the body become equally arid and rootless, draining vitality instead of nourishing it. The law of the goddess is love, passionate sexual love, the warm affection of friends, the fierce protective love of mother for child, the deep comradeship of the coven. There is nothing amorphous or superficial about love in goddess religion. It is always specific, directed toward real individuals, not vague concepts of humanity. Love includes animals, plants, the earth itself, all beings, not just human beings. It includes ourselves and all our fallible human qualities. Caridwen is one of the forms of the Celtic goddess, and her cauldron is the womb cauldron of rebirth and inspiration. In early Celtic myth, the cauldron of the goddess restored slain warriors to life. It was stolen away to the underworld, and the heroes who warred for its return were the originals of King Arthur and his knights, who quested for its later incarnation, the Holy Grail. 
The Celtic afterworld is called the Land of Youth, and the secret that opens its door is found in the cauldron. The secret of immortality lies in seeing death as an integral part of the cycle of life. Nothing is ever lost from the universe. Rebirth can be seen in life itself, where every ending brings a new beginning. Most witches do believe in some form of reincarnation. This is not so much a doctrine as a gut feeling growing out of a worldview that sees all events as continuing processes. Death is seen as a point on an ever-turning wheel, not as a final end. We are continually renewed and reborn whenever we drink fully and fearlessly from the cup of wine of life. The love of the goddess is unconditional. She does not ask for sacrifice, whether human or animal, nor does she want us to sacrifice our normal human needs and desires. Witchcraft is a religion of self-celebration, not self-abnegation. Sacrifice is inherent in life, in constant change that brings constant losses. Offerings, a poem, a painting, a pinch of grain may express our thankfulness for her gifts, but only when they are made freely, not from a sense of obligation. In the Star Goddess passage, we see the imagery of the celestial encircler, the moon, the waters, the green earth from which all proceeds and to which all must return. She is the soul of nature, which vivifies all things. Any act based on love and pleasure is a ritual of the goddess. Her worship can take any form and occur anywhere. It requires no liturgy, no cathedrals, no confessions. Its essence is the recognition, in the midst of pleasure, of its deepest source. Pleasure, then, is not superficial, but becomes a profound expression of the life force, a connecting power linking us to others, not the mere sensation of satisfying our own isolated needs. Witchcraft recognizes that any virtue becomes a vice unless it is balanced by its own opposite. Beauty, when unsustained by strength, is vapid, lifeless. Power is insufferable when untempered by compassion. Honor, unless balanced by humility, becomes arrogance. And mirth, when not deepened by reverence, becomes mere superficiality. Finally, we learn the mystery that unless we find the goddess within ourselves, we will never find her without. She is both internal and external, as solid as a rock, as changeable as our own internal image of her. She is manifest within each of us, so where else should we look? The goddess is the end of desire, its goal and its completion. In witchcraft, desire is itself seen as a manifestation of the goddess. We do not seek to conquer or escape from our desires. We seek to fulfill them. Desire is the glue of the universe. It binds the electron to the nucleus, the planet to the sun, and so creates form, creates the world. To follow desire to its end is to unite with that which is desired, to become one with it, with the goddess. We are already one with the goddess. She has been with us from the beginning. So fulfillment becomes not a matter of self-indulgence, but of self-awareness. For women, the goddess is the symbol of the inmost self and the beneficent, nurturing, liberating power within woman. The cosmos is modeled on the female body, which is sacred. All phases of life are sacred, 
Age is a blessing, not a curse. The goddess does not limit women to the body. She awakens the mind and spirit and emotions. Through her, we can know the power of our anger and aggression, as well as the power of our love. For a man, the goddess, as well as being the universal life force, is his own hidden female self. She embodies all the qualities society teaches him not to recognize in himself. His first experience of her may therefore seem somewhat stereotyped. She will be the cosmic lover, the gentle nurturer, the eternally desired other, the muse, all that he is not. As he becomes more whole and becomes aware of his own female qualities, she seems to change, to show him a new face, always holding up the mirror that shows what to him is still ungraspable. He may chase her forever and she will elude him, but through the attempt he will grow until he too learns to find her within. To invoke the goddess is to awaken the goddess within, to become for a time that aspect we invoke. An invocation channels power through a visualized image of divinity. In some covens, one priestess is chosen to represent the manifest goddess to the rest. In our covens, she is invoked into each member of the circle. An invocation can be a set piece of poetry or music sung or spoken by an individual or the group. In our covens, we usually chant as a group, sometimes wordlessly and spontaneously, sometimes using a set phrase that is repeated over and over again. A multi-voiced chant will sometimes involve one priestess repeating a simple bass line, all that is wild and free, for example, while another chants a repeating cycle, green, bud, leaf, bud, leaf, bright, and so on, see below. And a third chanting a long poetic piece while the entire coven softly chants the vowel sounds. It is impossible to reproduce the effect on the printed page, unfortunately, but the bare words follow. When you use the invocations given here, please play with them, experiment with melodies and plain song incantings, rearrange them, combine them, interweave them, change them, and take inspiration from them to make your own. Repeating Chants to the Goddess Moon, Mother, Bright, Light of all Earth, Sky, we call you, Luna, Mama, Shiny, Shine, Come, Hail, Old Moon, Secret, Wise One, Hail, Old Moon, Secret, Wise One, she shines for all, she flows through all. All that is wild and free, all that is wild and free. Repeating cycle, green bud leaf. This developed out of a word association trance as in exercise eight. Words should be stressed evenly with no breaks between groups, which are separated for ease of memorization. The entire cycle repeats over and over. Green, bud, leaf, bud, leaf, bright, leaf, bright, flower, bright, flower, grow, flower, grow, fruit, grow, fruit, ripe, fruit, ripe, seed, ripe, seed, die, seed, die, earth, 
die, earth, dark, earth, dark, waken, dark, waken, green, waken, green, bud. Sumerian chant, half sung on two or three notes. Repeat entire chant. Namu, Namu, oh Namu, hey, hey, oh Namu, Ninma, Ninma, oh Ninma, hey, hey, oh Ninma. Mami, mami, oh mami, e e e e o mami, mama, mama, oh mama, e e e e o mama, mama. Invocation to the Dewey One All dewy, sky-sailing, pregnant moon, who shines for all, who flows through all, light of the world which is yourself, maiden, mother, crone, the weaver, the green one, Isis, Astarte, Ishtar, Aradia, Diana, Cybele, Kore, Caridwin, Levana, Luna, Mari, Anna, Rhiannon, Selena, Demeter, Ma. See with our eyes, hear with our ears, touch with our hands, breathe with our nostrils, kiss with our lips, open our hearts, come into us, touch us, change us, make us whole. Honor to the goddess, lady of many names, to Demeter, the immeasurable one, and to the maiden. By Karen Lind Cushion. Take, eat, this is my body, which shall rise in you and be made whole. Take, drink, this is my blood, the emptied cup shall be refilled. Goddess of the harvest, the fruit of whose joy in the return of your daughter sustains us even as you make bleak the earth at her leaving. The earth is rent, and Persephone, the maiden whose name may not be spoken, is swallowed by the land of the dead. She will come again, in whose footfalls spring the flowers and the grain, carrying up with her dark memories of whence she came. Demeter, near in our grief, because yearly we see your own sorrow ravage the face of earth, and your daughter close at the hour of our death, because yearly death claims her, we know hope because we remember, again and again, Persephone healing herself, and you with her rising. Demeter, mother, we who have lain on your knees and slept in your arms, give you honor. Anoint us and place us at night in the red heart of your fire. We shall not flinch, and let none in terror snatch us from that hearth. Anneal us at unspeakable heat, 
and give us a slow cooling, that pliant we may return, evergreen with the spring. We, your holy grain, honor you not in slaughter, but as we plow, plant our feet, scatter your seed in your daughter's returning footsteps, and reap. We, the threshing floor, ground of your being, where you stand smiling with sheaves and poppies in your hand, watching the winnowing. In the heat of the morning we wake, our parched throats thirsty for the cup of Eloisus, cooling draught of the reaper, our limbs longing to sway again in the wind in your ancient dances. Out of our dreams, our myths, our nursery tales, those ghettos in which survive your memory, we behold the ear of corn, we know the song you sung, song of the sacred body, yours and our own, and honor you, lady of many names, maiden and immeasurable one. Corey Chant, Spring and Fall Equinox Her name cannot be spoken, her face was not forgotten, her power is to open, her promise can never be broken. Spring, all sleeping seeds she wakens, the rainbow is her token. Now winter's power is taken, in love all chains are broken. Fall, all seeds she deeply buries, she weaves the thread of seasons. Her secret darkness carries, she loves beyond all reason. She changes everything she touches, and everything she touches changes. Repeat, chant. Change is, touch is, touch is, change is. Change us, touch us, touch us, change us. Everything lost is found again, in a new form, in a new way. Everything hurt is healed again, in a new life, in a new day. Repeat any and all verses. Invocation to the Goddess as Mother by Susan Stern Mama, from my heart, from my blood, Mama, I call you. My heart of your heat, limb of your north wind, water of your water, cunt of your hillside, cock of your springtime, eyes of your stars, Mama, eyes of your sun, Mama, of your soul, Mama, my soul of your soul, Mama. Come, Mama, come into our circle, our womb, be with us now, Mama. Be with us now. Moon Mother by Laurel Moon Mother, I am your child of innocence, your natural born. No laws but yours contain me, no love but your own. Everlasting, ever-changing, thousand-formed, your eyes are ducks on the wing, your foot is dancing foam. I am your dancer, you are the dance, song without limit, drummer and tune, a whole orchestra of your love. I could walk your golden path straight to the sun, two-step my way to your heart. Oh, send me away, let me swing on your star, inconstant ripple, stream, lake, pond, ocean, whirlpool, crashing great one, earth sucker, the one and only true love. You leave treasure everywhere, sand dollars, smooth stone, 
your edible green hair. This is our life, Mama, yours and mine. All the flickering powers, all the shimmering lights, currents alternate and direct. I might hold the cork, but you are the flow, the circuit, the breaker, the spare dry cell, insanity at midnight, prayers at dawn, ecstasy in the noon heat, mirage that points to the real splendor, gold and saffron, ruby and red, sunrise, moonset, the single song of all that is, was, and ever shall be. Blessed be. Invocation to the Queen of Summer Queen of Summer, Queen Bee, Sweet-smelling, flowering one, Honey nectar, overflowing fountain, Full-blown rose, intoxicating dancer, Whispering wind, singer, spellbinder, Blossom and thorn, Rhiannon, Arianrod, Aphrodite, Ishtar, Cybele, come into us, carry us off. That's the end of Chapter 5, The Goddess of the Spiral Dance by Starhawk. Next time, we will begin Chapter 6, The God. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, I'm at Wiccan Podcast. If you'd like to donate to help me cover the cost of books and my monthly SoundCloud subscription, please visit gofundme.com slash wicca. Thank you so much for your support. And thank you so much for listening to the Wiccan Read Along podcast. This is Phoenix the Reader signing out. Blessed be.